Review cultist. I'm Mikey, the East Ends for Evil. And I'm a gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have Silent Spring, because this should be getting posted on the first week of spring. See what I did there? Uh, Hilarious. <laughs> so, Silent Spring is by Hopeless Night Owl on creepus.wiki. Um, and uh, it's a it's, uh, well, we'll, we'll run in. We'll just uh, dive right into the rundown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the public version, uh, we get this public like survey, like addendum thing. Um, in 1996, there was a wildlife survey performed uh, at the Faulkner Wildlife Refuge in Missouri, following unusual behavior within the bird population of the refuge. The birds between 1992 and 1996 had a noticeable decrease in bird songs and noise. Uh, the exception being corvid species who were agitated uh, and increasing their uh, noise behavior. The survey was set to run from February 1996 to November of that same of the same year, though it was concluded by August. Uh, it was concluded, albeit rather inconclusively, that the cause was likely po- uh, likely illegal poaching and or construction and development disrupting local wildlife. We then cut to the addendum version, um, which is basically the same material, but with several specific details that had been omitted from the previous public version. Mm-hmm. Um, the cause was actually discovered, though no vi- video evidence was able to be obtained, to be a massive unknown species of bird, which was causing such an authoritative presence in the region that all birds fell psychologically silent, or like they're... Like, Mm -hmm. they were inherently, like, silenced by this creature's presence. Um, And with the exception of owls and corvids, who were increasing their auditory defenses um, as a display of, like, showing their territory. Although even they, uh, at a certain point, um, withdrew or were stifled by the unknown bird species. Um, When attempts were made to acquire video footage uh, of this creature... Uh, luring it to an artificial nest or bringing it out through audio samples they, uh, of its calls, the cameras would often get uh, interference, um, specifically because the bird's activity seemed to be, also, uh, to be heightened during uh, massive thunderstorms that were happening during the summer. Uh, deer carcasses were also discovered on the ground, but also up in high in the trees, um, so, and pertaining to this, uh, the way that I imagine the way it was said is like, they're strung up like predator style. Yeah. Or like, or just like, like <clears throat> pierced, like, uh, cause there's actually a certain bird in Australia that actually like pierces uh, like animals, like mice and like, and like mice and other like mammal things it catches mm-hmm. and like skewers them onto a, uh, onto a prickly bush. Um, like, and then like picks away at it, uh, from there. Yeah. Like, like it's like Vlad the Impaler bird. Nice. Um, but yeah, basically, yeah, stringing them up or like, like uh, grabbing, like as if they'd been grabbed from the ground by a large bird and then like pure, like pinned into a tree or something like that for it to be eaten later. Mm -hmm. Um, so 
there's there's that evidence of this creature. And then eventually the survey was dropped in the summer, though not before several cryptid hunters were apprehended who claimed to be searching for a bird of immense size, perhaps the size of a small aircraft. Uh, then we get the short me- short memo from, uh, which is a letter to a deputy Se- secretary of defense from a major general in charge of the United States Air Force Advanced Bioweapons Systems Research Group based out of Nellis Air Force uh, Base. (laughs) So many bases. Yeah. In Nevada, which, for those uh, not in the know of UFO conspiracies, is supposed to be Area 51. Mm. Nellis Air Force Base. Um, So basically explains, and basically this little memo letter explains uh, that the survey has been terminated, the researchers sworn to silence, and through some means or method, the avian silence in the area has been rectified. Um, and this is all under the subject line, Project Thunderbird. So, and that is the end of the, the document, uh, or the epistolary story, which is what this is kind of uh, formatted like. It's like an SCP entry, but like, or like an SCP style kind of story, but also kind of like a, uh, like I said, an epistolary story. So like uh, a, a story that's made from document, using documents. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so on to everyone tolerates the grammar positions at this point. Mikey, the says Revil, do you have any grammar positions? Um, well, I have an it story that's only four it's long, but... <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's a measure of the length. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I found out by creating this it story that there's a really long run-on sentence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, well. And now, an it story with Mikey, the E stands for evil. Take it away. It was determined that the cause of silence among birds of different species at Faulkner Wildlife Refuge was a constant fear of predation. It was speculated that aircraft may be violating the no-fly zone above the refuge and frightening birds, but this was found not to be the case. It should be noted that great horned owls are notoriously aggressive and territorial and known for killing and eating other large birds of prey, and few bird species are able to take them without the advantage of numbers. It was found that the calls triggered an intense fight-or-flight response from each bird's amygdaloid complex, resulting in not simply the loss of desire to vocalize, but a virtual neurological impairment preventing birds from being able to vocalize with parts of the avian brain related to vocalization possibly shutting down for hours at a time, the longer the exposure to the recordings, the longer this effect. What was the simple one I gave for that? What was, what was the lame one I gave for that? Um, its presence caused psychological silence. There we go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Within words. Yeah. That was holy shit. <laughs> that was a long odd sentence. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. How are you guys looking at me for? Grammar and yellow? No. Cool. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. No. Um, Alright, on to actual thoughts. 
The refuge consists of temperate woodland and savanna, and is bordered by a state park and a state conservation area. You know, I never actually thought, or I, ne- I never really think of savanna and not think of African savanna. Yeah. But it makes sense that it would be a, a, a be found geographically elsewhere. Like it's basically mm-hmm. just um, like sparse scrubland, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, the prairie, like the like the, the the American prairies, like the North American prairies, like that go across like from Canada to the U.S. are basically the savanna. Yeah, um, yeah. I just I, I never really like clued into that until like reading this. It's like oh, I guess savannas are actually like a terrain that's not just like s- like found in in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my next one. One notable exception to this was an apparent increase in vocalization from corvids, including crows, ravens, and blue jays. I I didn't realize blue jays were that closely related to crows and ravens. That's just a cool little tidbit I learned in this story. Makes sense I, for I, how mouthy they are. Yeah, and also like now that I look at like like the the the, the shape of like a, of a of a of a blue jay, they do have the same kind of like beak structure and what have you of a crow or like a raven. Uh, so it does make sense. They're basically just blue ravens or blue like they're just blue spike haired um, crows. If you look at them. I'll have to look at them again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll assume you're right. Um, but yeah, this entry is proving to be surprisingly informative to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my next one here, and this is regarding the official statement and the addendum version. Um, I like how we get it, the official statement, which gives us all the information they collected and shows everything is relatively normal. And then we get a declassified version of the story that entails that there is actually more going on, and it adds, like, an air of conspiracy and mystery to the whole thing. Like, oh, no, everything is fine, everything's fine. Uh, sir, this is the uh, declassified version, uh, top secret, don't tell, uh, I, your eyes only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is what actually happened. <laughs> like, I like the, uh, I like that, like, duplicity, yeah. or that duality that's there. Um, my one issue I had with it is... Um, it's it it, it it while it it makes sense to copy and uh, and paste uh, the report again and add something specific that, or so, something specifically omitted from the public version. It it did read a little repetitively to me. Like as yes. I was reading, I was like, okay, this is the same fucking shit. <laughs> oh no, there's some few different things. But like, and it's not a bad thing. I, I'm not trying to like say this in a negative. But just like as I was reading it, I was getting a little repetition. Kicking in, mm-hmm. yeah. I have, a note, I have a note on that as well. Where okay. it's, I'm essentially saying the same thing where it repeats itself. So, as a reader, it's kind of a little annoying to have to reread the same thing, but in the lore of it, it makes sense yeah, exactly. Like, it makes mm-hmm. it like that's it, it's basically a layered cake. Um, because like we get the, the top part, which is the, the public version, and then you, you get the next layer of the cake is the conspiratorial version, and then the next layer of the cake is. The two super top secret memo. By that point, you're fucking bloated because <laughs> you've eaten an entire cake. Yeah, <laughs> but like it was a really good cake, <laughs> and all the part, like basically the sum of its parts, like the, the all three uh, collections of like the same version of the of, like the different versions, like made a, a compelling like mystery. Um, well, although I do wonder, like, like I don't know how these sheets get actually processed and stuff. The classified one would it come paper clipped with the declassified one as no, backup information I think, on I it? Think the the story is being told like you gotta have to like this isn't actually like being given to somebody. This is basically like how the story is laid out. Like 
we are are an outsider reader reading the public version. Then we get to read the classified version that was given handed out to a government official. Oh, I know. But I'm saying then, that classified version would it have a copy of the the non classified uh, survey as context? Probably not, because it's basically the same thing. Like it's 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 like basically what I'm getting at. Yeah, is I, I understand what you're getting at. The, like the first three <clears throat> sections of the classified one is the previous one, except they did add a few things in that. The first three sections of it are exactly the same thing, pretty much. And then after that, I don't. Of course, I can't load it up now because I didn't. I didn't copy it over and hyperlink it properly. But yeah. the first three sections are basically saying exactly what was in the in the D class of, or in the the public knowledge one. Yeah. And then after that, the, it's talking about bears and stuff, and that's when it gets into all the declassified stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think so, but. I'm not a government official. You're not? <laughs> no. Damn it. <laughs> so, like, I don't... Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I think I think, again, like, the, the the top version is whatever was given to the public, and then the version... Oh, I know how... I know how it works. Can you let me finish? No. My fucking... <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> like, Jesus. You keep repeating yourself. I know how it works. Okay, well, I'm just... I'm trying to... I'm trying to elaborate, like, continue with it. Just let me finish. <laughs> All right, there, yeah. Jay Z or whatever his name was, I don't remember what, Kanye. Was. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, how dare you? <laughs> um, but like, yeah, like I think the, the the middle section is just like would have just been given to the government guy, plus the memo would have probably been given to the guy as well, or maybe even like the memo. Honestly, the memo probably would have been given first, and then like this would like the the survey would have been the attachment on the email, which is the memo. Like the memo the is the bottom. One? Yeah, the last one. Um, but. For a narrative story, like it's a layered like narrative. That's all I was trying to say, which apparently oh, I was I repeating myself over and over again. So a couple of times, but um, with uh, like as a reader, yeah, you could just skip the entire public knowledge one and just read the declassified ones, and you get the exact same story. I I disagree. I feel like by reading the first part, you, you us as a reader. We get the context. Like first off, we get this one, and then we get this one that is adding things that were clearly omitted from the first one. I know, but all the information from the first one is in the second one. Yeah. As a reader, you could read the second one and on and understand the full story. The only thing you wouldn't know, you stop rubbing your eyes. No, I know I'm rubbing my eyes. Actually, have something in my. <laughs> oh, okay. <head. laughs> God damn this fucking guy. <laughs> too. But what I'm saying is, um, you could read the second one. And get all the same information. The only thing you wouldn't know is what was released to the public specifically. That's true. So also, there is a... I, I'm not saying the first section shouldn't be there. Yeah. It should be there because then you know in the lore of the story what the public knows. And then what the... And also as a reader, like we read this part and then they're like, all right, now here's chapter two. All Everything you just read, there's some things that were omitted and here's what, and here's what it was. So you get the context. It's like you were saying earlier, you get the context, like we as a reader get the context of what the public knows and then what the government knows about this whole situation. Well, we get the context of the public, then context of the public with the government. Yeah, because the government's getting the same thing as the public. They're just, they're at it. They're, they're, they're keeping yeah. the stuff that was removed. Yeah. The, the, the first one is the official release of a movie. Yeah. And the second one is the director's cut. Exactly. Yeah. That's how it or, is. Or a sequel, or no, or honestly, like a trailer and then the actual movie. <laughs> Kind of, kind yeah, of, to a degree, yeah. yeah. Really long trailer, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, is that it for? Is that all you have for this uh, section for the addendum and yeah, the official yeah. statement thing? All right. So, moving on to my next segment. The reachers did not. What the reachers? <laughs> <laughs> the researchers did not see the bird, but reported 
that it seemed to land in the boughs of a nearby red oak. The tree was over 80 feet tall, and the researchers reported that many branches were moving at once near its canopy, indicating a bird of large size. Additionally, several large branches fell from the canopy at the same time. And at this point in the story, I was like, oh man, is this a fucking Thunderbird story? Like, initially, the, the when the Predator premise came to light, and not the Predator as in, like, the... The guy that skin like skins people and like takes their skulls and not A V P predator. Not not, AV, not not yeah, not the alien predator. I mean like when when the predator like oh there's a predator um in the area and that's why the animals are like being silent and stuff like that. Yes. Uh when that came to light, I was sort of expecting it to be actually the Momo. Uh and the Momo being the Missouri, the Missouri version of the Bigfoot, not the internet meme horror thing that showed up a couple years back. Um <laughs> Yeah, because there's a, a kind of a convoluted thing because like there's the Momo, which is actually a, a, a legend of the Bigfoot in Missouri, but then there's also now the Momo, which is the terrifying like uncanny valley like bird bird woman mm-hmm. uh, with the like super like um, like wide eyes and like mm-hmm. creepy smile and stuff. Um, but yeah, initially I thought it was going to be a big they were on the Bigfoot route here, um, but then we get this part here even specifically to, uh, con- uh, to continue with that. Uh, during the summers, or sorry, during the summer, uh, calls seemed to increase during thunderstorms. During especially violent night storms, the calls were so frequent that it would have been difficult to, for any hearing-capable person on the premises at the time to fail to notice them. Yee! It is a Thunderbird story! <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, like initially I was like, oh, because this is going to be Bigfoot. And then they, so there was a bird of large size in the Midwest. How'd you immediately go to Thunderbird before anything about lightning was said? Honestly, that's just, like, because... Because well, you know Thunder- more shit than I, I know, do. <laughs> I know more shit about Thunderbirds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hence why I, I squeed when Thunder when, when, when Thunderstorms uh, all but confirmed the Thunderbird story. The only Thunderbird I need to know about is a car. <sighs> <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> One day in July, the fresh carcass of an adult female deer was found hanging in the canopy of a white oak tree... That was over 100 feet tall. Mm, nope, sorry. They, this really should have been a, had a definite date, not one day in July. This this was going really strong, like as the format mm-hmm. for the format and so oh, like the report like yeah. format until one day in July. Like, no, I'm pretty sure a report would have said what day this deer was found. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the actual date, because like probably date and time. Yeah, like. like mm-hmm. It would not have just been one like that. That's the like something the story kind of pulled me out a little bit as like it kind of just went generic story. Yeah, it'd be like Fourth of July, twelve oh five. Larry Henderson spotted this. Yeah, <laughs> like um, also or Larry you... uh, um, redacted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also connected to my whole like Thunderbird thing. Um, later on in this paragraph, uh, they try to explain it rationally. While still giving the canopy corpse an air of like mysterious significance, um, I appreciate that it, because this paragraph gives further proof of the strangeness and the creature's habits, um, keeping that this is supposed to be a bird's doing, um, like a bird of unusual size, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so while also being grounded in the real world with skepticism and logic, like they're trying to like put logic to this whole thing, they're also like putting this, uh, they're also, like, adding, like, this, like, kind of, I don't know, almost got, like, a, like, when they, sh- when they reference, like, the deer, the corpse, up in the tree, it was like, 
oh shit, this thing eats things the size of deer. Yeah. <laughs> like it adds like a little bit more of a threat level to it. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. it could pick up a person. Yeah, easily. exactly. Like the next mm-hmm. the next thing is going to be one of the poachers gets picked off or something, or like one of the researchers got picked off, and like yeah. that's why they actually terminated it or something like that. Um, yeah. So, and then my last uh, main actual thought thing is about the memo portion. Um, uh, so uh, re. Project Thunderbird. Per joint agreement of the Department of Defense and the Department of the Interior, this wildlife survey has been terminated. Sorry. All researchers have been sworn to secrecy regarding portions of the survey. Following DOD intervention, the phenomenon of avian silence has been rectified. Major General Matthew Harris, Commander, United States Air Force Advanced Bioweapons Systems Re- Research Group, Nellis Air Force Base, Nevada. Oh. So, reading when I read that whole memo thing, I was just like, bioweapons? Like, that's kind of an interesting take, because, like, is the is the Thunder... Is this, in this story context, like, it kind of gives, like, is the Thunderbird a naturally occurring creature, or is it an artificial creation of the government? So, like, again, it has little hints in... Uh, it's these little hints and clues in the writing, um of these kinds of stories and pieces that are why I really enjoy like reading these ones on occasion, like these epistolary stories that like for like kind of, um, uh, what's the word? Like not hand feed you, not force feed you. It's like, Oh, drip feed you, uh, information as you go. And you, you get to construct like your own, like little like head cannon about the whole thing. Um, it's bad that like, as you just said construct, I auto completed two additional pylons. <laughs> God damn it! Makes you construct additional pylons and other yeah. things. But yeah, um, like that's one of the reasons why I like these kind of stories is because they give you uh, enough information that you can just have like a, a head cannon or like you can connect your my, my brain personally just likes to connect dots and make my own like fabricate shotguns and mm-hmm. or in this case fabricate like genetic uh, genetic experiments gone rogue <laughs> kind of thing like. I don't know. It just it, it gets my my brains my brain fired up like for ideas and stuff like that. Yep. When I read these kind of stories, so um, yeah, I just really enjoyed the ending there, like that ending tidbit of information about the bioweapons research. Um, and that is my actual thoughts until I go into the kitchen. So, <clears throat> Mikey, these stands for you. All right. So uh, there's a lot of bird information. Yeah. <laughs> which. In my opinion, sort of helps lend to the credence of the story because you're just given fact after fact of bird fact. Yeah. Um, so, which, when I was initially reading it, I was thinking Predator as wasn't a bird until later on. Until we get the yeah, no, like again, like you don't really notice, like like think it's a bird. Like, you think it's like maybe like a large animal or like again the Bigfoot or the Momo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they drop that part where like the, the a large bird that was bending bows and cracking large branches. I was like, <gasps> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the interesting thing was that it. Uh, had this a similar what is it call it to the owl yeah so which it makes me wonder if it the owl is one of its uh favorite types of food oh maybe (laughs) weren't they talking to each other essentially yeah well they were basically like talking about like yeah effectively they were they were um uh harassing each other about territory 
Um, because the, I almost it, wonder if it's the, a type of owl. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the Thunderbird is actually just a dire owl, like uh, from D and D, where it's a large size owl. <laughs> mm-hmm. So basically, a car sized owl. <laughs> Very possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. The, so either it was time. like the, either the owls are its form of prey, so it mimics the owl, yeah. or it's a it's it's a like either a progenitor species of owl or the subs or, or another species of owl, and it actually makes sense because owls are one of the larger birds outside of like condors and eagles, mm-hmm. or it's a human made hybrid of owl and yeah. whatever DNA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I like that they don't really. There's no actual supernatural element. But the thunderstorm thing really, like, is a nice hint to, like, something more preternatural. Mm-hmm. Like, something just slightly, either just slightly beyond nature, or, like, showing, like, almost like a, an extraordinary thing about it. Like, for some reason, it reacts very, like, positively, or, like, maybe negatively, we're not sure, like, um, toward thunderstorms. It might and, create like, these thunderstorms. It, or, yeah, or, or it's creating the thunderstorms. Yeah. Or, like, because sometimes, like, Thunderbird-like legends and, like, stories, the Thunderbirds are, like, call, basically they follow thunderstorms. They don't actually create them. Mm-hmm. But, oh, so, like, they're basically birds that hide in thunderstorms. Or, like, like they, that's how they, like, basically when they're they're hunting, it's usually they wait till a thunderstorm strikes, and then they go yeah. and hunt because they can, nobody, it, like, it causes a lot of confusion. There's not a lot, uh, and, like, reports can be faulty and stuff like that, and so that's why they go out. It's, like, a very, like, secretive way of hunting. Uh-oh. Or that's when they do their mating. I was also thinking that too. And it's really loud. That's why the thunderstorm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> God. Or you know, it's like Twilight where they go and play baseball out in the field uh, when there's a thunderstorm because the uh, their the cracks of their of the baseball against the bat is so powerful that they create sonic booms. Fucking Twilight. <laughs> why do I know that? Why do you know that? What the hell? I have sisters and a mom that loved Twilight. Okay, yeah, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah. you, you didn't need those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, I don't have much to say that hasn't already been talked about. Yeah. Gamer, I guess you're up next. I suppose so. So in regards to the title. Well, it does have to do with silence, but there's nothing specifically during the springtime at all. Yeah, I, like, looked, I kind I, of expected. I looked it up because I, I was tempted. I was like, well, maybe like silent spring is like the summer of ska kind of thing, like where like it's it's not actually a summer; it's like a year of of like of something. Because that's actually what um, that's what I thought summer of ska was. It was that it was it was re- in reference to a year of like basically like a year long summer kind of thing. But I couldn't actually find any reason for it, although. Mikey looks very like agitated. Yeah, because people I, I, keep talking and he's not giving him a, yeah. a choice to. Well, like, because he's so quiet. Yeah, well, he's really quiet because that's just the way he is. You know, he likes to yeah. just listen to other people what they have to say and then say his his moment when he ha- when that moment arises. Mikey, would you like to go? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to keep it going. <laughs> no, not that mean. So I've actually figured it out. Okay, uh, the monster is a robot. Please elaborate. It, it, it has a silent spring. What? <laughs> the springs in it are silent. <sighs> don't, don't. don't know. That's why they don't know it's a robot, because it's silent. It's not being like... It's just a... It's like a normal bird. 
Think about it. I am. It's <laughs> stupid. But, hey, also, one thing I was going to bring up, they never found a single feather during this investigation. That is really true, yeah. They didn't find a single feather on this thing. Yeah. So maybe it's a transformer. <laughs> maybe it's just a... Tra- it's like... Uh, it's what, surprisingly what, plausible. What's that bird... What, what's that bird Pokemon? What's that bird uh, transformer? Um, like, that, like, sound, sound wave has? Ah. Ah. Google it. Uh, <laughs> I can't either. Hang on, Transformer Bird. <laughs> you broke game when you're. Woo! Loading 1986 archives. <laughs> God, there's Angry Birds Transformers. Why? Why not? Bird transformers. The, the bird is a mystical object that has great life restorative properties. What? That's on the tra- on the transformer wiki. Or just type, dude. Transformer sound wave. Oh, I should actually. And then it'll talk about he has this cassette tape that turns into things and the, the bird. The bird is in the cassette tape, right? I think it might be soundboard. Hang on. Are you fucking kidding? Really? There's nothing. There has to be. Bird that is a transformer. Oh my god. I'm going to Google it too. <laughs> All I'm getting is Angry Birds and Transformers. <laughs> Why? Because they did a crossover, apparently. <laughs> okay, well, the one from Beast Wars, I remember, is Air Razor. The mm-hmm. female, uh, like, Falcon Girl. Mm-hmm. Or the female Falcon Girl. The female Falcon uh, Transformer. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, like I remember there was a transformer that was a cassette for Soundwave that became a bird. It was in the it was in the uh the the 1980s uh, like mo- or, uh, motion picture. Again, this is super serial, you guys. Tell me. It's voiced by Frank Welker. <laughs> That's Kermit. Yeah, Kermit the Frog here. Cannot believe I'm searching this hard for this fucking bird. Jesus, there's a lot of Autobots. Jesus Christ. I'm trying to, like, go down to the... To the, uh... Laser beak. Lay fuck. Lay fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you got real French there. <laughs> yes, laser beak. So, air razor or laser beak, yeah. Wow. I did it. Yeah. All right, what were we talking about before that? Oh, right, uh, yeah, your stupid idea about it, the, the truth that it was a bird, or, or was a robot. Yep. God. The truth that it's a robot. Stupid, stupid truth. <laughs> I say as, like, I was super gushing over, like, bioweapon stuff, so. Ha, we'll meet in the middle. It's a cyborg. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clearly. That's why it's able to, like, it, it recharges in, th- in thunderstorms. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. All right, in the weird post-apocalypse, or in the weird like twenty in the in the twenty fifties or twenty sixties, mm-hmm. sure, that's that's where it, when it showed up. Because we never actually get a full date on the one. Oh, we did get a date. It was nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, we do. In the twenty nineties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of our stupidity. Uh, would you have anything else? Oh, right, it was my notes, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because you're talking about how it 
Yeah, you said this was just about the title. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the title and so that. Yeah, yeah, because uh, like I thought, yeah, because yeah, we, we talked about it. But yeah, the only other thing I could think of is it could refer to this quote here: the the refuge has no major rivers, but it does have several creeks, springs, and lakes, as see, well as two limestone caves. Yeah, see, that's why I thought it was going to be called. Like, why well, I thought the actual place was going to be called, not Faulkner. Um, yeah, did we? Did anybody else look it up? Because no. I did not. I did not look that up. Shit, no. I, I, I figured someone would have. I thought I would have, but I totally gapped on that. Damn it! Because I'm gonna be going down to the, like really close to Missouri soon, <laughs> or like or, or in the summer. You should go see the cyborg bird. Yeah. No, I'm gonna go check up the mammoth caves in Kentucky and probably get eaten by hillbillies. Hi, awesome. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> was he uh, gonna eat you directly? <laughs> <laughs> well, he did want to. He he was like suggesting uh, me going to uh, uh, an underground gorge to kayak. And then also uh, a mushroom caves where like uh, some mines were made that were then gutted because they ran out of like minerals and stuff. And they and during the seventies, uh, mushroom farmers used it as a uh, as a mushroom farm, like the the cave systems. And now now it's being used or uh, is possibly being used after like years of, of uh, decline and urban exploration stuff. It's now being uh, considered to be used for uh, server farming. Like basically, they're going to put servers down there because it's cool temperature. No. Oh. Just the way that you strung that together, it sounds like he's going to drug you with the mushrooms and then take you to the underground cavern, throw you in the kayak, I mean, and take uh, you to his hidden base where he'll eat you. <laughs> we have been talking a lot about creepy Kentucky. Yeah. So, again, hi, Adam. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yes. Um, the layout itself, I like the official looking document of it all. Like, they got the little images put in. Yeah. That yeah, adds, actually, a nice of, uh, adds a lot of uh, nice flair to it. Did we actually get a number? Like, I noticed that like some of those, all those, all those images had like a number to them, like one, two, three, four. Was that like it, like, almost like like a notation, like that would go along with like something that was actually in the um at, at the bottom? It's saying like where they reference these pictures oh, okay. from. That's gotcha. all that is. Yeah. So it's just that credit, and actually, that's actually another really cool thing. They actually credit where they got the 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 content for the story. Like, they actually are credit the fucking. Stuff that they, they use. Yep. Mm-hmm. As you should. Mm-hmm. And then I went on at length about the the thing that we, you yelled at me about at the start. But I yell Fe- at you. I feelings are hurt. <laughs> 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 about the, the first section and the second oh, section. Oh, yeah, you're wrong. It. And you're I wrong hate and you. I hate you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then when I got to the end, first of all, I read this this morning. <laughs> okay. So, Full disclosure. Yeah, I give you a little bit of a break. I didn't read the names on the people. Okay. At all, so I just read the last, the words in the last one, and I was confused as to the ending. I'm like, what did they do to rectify the situation, and what is this situation? But after knowing that, okay, it's from biohazard stuff, or what, or but was yeah. it? It's bioweapon. Uh, yeah, bioweapons. Uh, United States Air Force Advanced Bioweapon Systems Research Group, Nels Air Force Base, Nevada. Yeah, I really should have read that because because <laughs> then it makes it seem like yeah, well, it's a super weapon that they made. It's okay. It I'll, got loose. To be fair, up until basically halfway through this recording, uh, I was trying to figure out what the hell DOD uh, uh, inter- uh, referenced. Really? And it's then, on the badge. It's, right <laughs> up, it's literally three fucking lines. Up from my, on my notes, what it is. Yeah. But I, I was I googled it while we were like doing our discussion. I was like DOD, and it was like Department of Defense. That makes okay. Okay, I'm stupid. There, there was a badge that said it. <laughs> I, I I read the badges before reading I, I skimmed else. that. Oh, I, I read the. We story. both skimmed different information <laughs> yeah. that was helpful. Yeah. Great. 
Uh, yeah, we're both stupid. Yeah. So, are you, is that it for your actual thoughts? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I'm going to just take you guys into the kitchen for a second. Because, uh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like again, much like the SCP entries and uh, other creepypastas, this one, like, gave me a bunch of, like, just, or gave me a spark of, like, oh, my God, I could run this in a game. So, like, kind of leaning into my RPG hobby stuff. Um, for game-wise, Delta Green, 100%. Like, especially with the recent additions they've added, like, in 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 uh, some of the uh, the new content they've been putting out, with uh, occupations um, that are set for, like, national parks and, like, uh, basically environmental, like, agencies and stuff like that within the United States um, infrastructure. Um, you're basically, you could play as the survey crew trying to figure out what the hell's out there in the woods. Mm-hmm. You could be, uh, you could also be agents working for the project, the Advanced Bioweapon Systems Research Group, um, or uh, Berserk. <laughs> As I like to call it, or, or Absurd. Rolls right off the tongue. Absurd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, or you could, uh, also, or, uh, or um, if you wanted to take it a little bit more in a different route, you could pl- uh, run this in Monster of the Week, um, or even Fear Itself. Uh, and you're the cryptid hunters uh, who are trying to avoid the government agents uh, and their survey crews and so that while breaking into this refuge and trying to find this creature. Like you've heard stories of like deer die, like deer fight popping up on like telephone poles or like trees and stuff like that in the region, and so it's like, oh, that's that, them there, Thunderbird. We gotta go catch it, catch it, yeah. <laughs> catch it right. Yeah, totally. Or you can play it in bunnies and burrows and just be a bunny. I in you know this what? Area. I was I did I, I left it out of my notes, but I was that one mm-hmm. of some of my options was like, or you guys could play as like. The birds themselves, like your escaped uh, experiments from the government, and you're trying to find a new home. So, like, you're actually playing the Thunderbirds. Oh, yeah. Like, trying or, or to avoid just humanity. The, or just the quote unquote civilian birds yeah. dealing with this Thunderbird. Yeah, fucking it, thing it honestly up. wouldn't be that hard with the Warrens. Like, in its custom movies, we could totally just, like, reskin that to be yeah. uh, birds or literally just, like, the animals in the area, like, that are seeing this giant fucking, like, monster. Mm hmm. Uh, but yeah, that, outside of that, it's really kind of like the the gameable stuff that I'm like. I again, much like other SCP entries and like epistolary stories like this, or like the Die and I House, I I see a lot of fodder for this for like to be used in like game scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's my that's my my kitchen dive into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mikey, do you have anything for that or? Um, just. Uh simple thing like for the cryptid investigation stuff you could add some misdirection and just have them run into a cougar or other <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah just yeah, yeah well, they'll, they'll, of course like like they're out there looking for this big bird or like something and then you just keep throwing a bunch of red herrings like that are actually going to be threats like a cougar or a brown yeah. bear or a black bear or i'm not sure what uh yeah or like they said cougars aren't no, uh, are 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 rare in the state, but they do happen. Mm-hmm. Or wild boar, <laughs> maybe thirty of them <laughs> um, running really fast <laughs> yeah. with sabotage playing in the background. Yeah, for some reason. Uh, I wow, no one's getting that reference. No, no, no. no. Um, so uh, also another idea I just came up. With, we just fucking just wholesale run this in Shadowrun, <laughs> and just like you're hunting a Thunderbird in a in a or like or you're tracking a Thunderbird from for from one of the corporations. Yeah. Um, or like this is sh- run it in Shadowrun, but like don't use much of the setting of Shadowrun and just have it like this in the same vein of like the Delta Green thing. 
you're you're not sure what you're hunting, and then just have it be the sh- like a thunderbird that yeah. has like cybernetics to it. So it's actually like an augmented version, or it's like a, a technologically um, like created version of a thunderbird. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, gamer, did you everything else? I wasn't prepared for kitchen duty. <laughs> I did say in the in the email. Did you? Yeah. I opened the email this morning. Like eh, link, there we go. Move on. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, fair enough. Um, I'll, I'll say that, like, yeah, like I thought there was going to be a lot more for kitchen stuff, and I found myself like reading this. I was like, no, this story is pretty succinct as it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like story wise, like like pulling ideas from stories. Like, honestly, this is a, a pretty solid story as it is, but it's great for like game fodder. Um, the only kitchen thing I can kind of think up is um. And a little bit more information about the ending. Like, go yeah. on. Like, if, it could be a document um, chronicling what happened f- for them to, like, not need to worry about it anymore. Like, they sent in this this team of operatives to go in and hunt them down and X, or, yeah, Y, and Z they, happened. Either they caught the bird or they, uh, the bird moved on to a new location. And so they just, like... They, or they transplanted new birds and that they wiped out the other ones or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think it's 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 good to like keep it vague because it's like you don't have to go too much detail. If you add too many details that you're not aware that you're not like that don't sound realistic enough, it kind of just like falls flat. Yeah, that's what happened with um, some of these document like things we've read before, where yeah. it doesn't feel like a document because it it's like not um, specific enough and stuff like that. So. I, I guess it will. I will give it credit because it stopped good where it is. Yeah. Where there's only like one or two things that we're calling bullshit on. Yeah. But if it went kept going, it might have ruined itself. Yeah. Like uh, what was the SCP, the the shy guy one, where it was just falling flat because of the, the the cam footage we were getting from like and like the the sniper, uh, like the, like the uh, the top notch sniper who's yeah, trying to like best sniper the in fucking, the universe. Who's trying to like peg a shot, uh, a. A high, basically, he's trying to peg Sonic the Hedgehog from a helicopter, from a moving helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. To God. Like from parallel to the to the to the to the Sonic entity. Yeah, the hardest shot. Well, they weren't okay. We don't even talk about that. Yeah, we, we already talked. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the argument there. Yeah. So another scenario that you could potentially run is just some teenagers. Going camping in the woods. I was such a. I was thinking that too. Like Little Fears would be perfect for that. Um, yeah. Little Fears being the uh, RPG about um, playing children to like young teens going camp, like like and having like throwing monsters at them. Basically, like mm-hmm. it's it's every Saturday, like those every childhood horror movie ever, like the Goonies mm-hmm. or uh, Monster Squad, like those kind of things. Also, it was like Friday the Fourteenth, Thirteenth. Oh, Friday the Thirteenth, you could also do that too. Um, although I probably wouldn't do it in Little Fears. I'd probably do it in. Um, fear itself. Honestly, that's what, like fear itself works for that too because the, you can play as teenager, dumb teens, or mm. um, uh, or even uh, like again, you can. It, it has a nice range of like of character type of like of skills that allow you to play like a character of any kind of age. Yeah. Um, you could also probably run this in slasher flick uh, if you wanted to uh, just have like a a bowl full of expendable player or like expendable like victims mm-hmm. and just have them get pegged off by this thing like again like mm-hmm. bump up the uh the diet of this creature yeah, to be much. human mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty much there already and then just yeah treat it's it as human. like some kind of like bio weapon that's been gone rogue or just a naturally occurring predator mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no it's there's a lot of again there's a lot of uh um 
room to like grow for like a game idea for this. Like, and there's a lot of systems you could run this in, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that it though? Yeah, okay. I think so. All right, so we're gonna move on to final thoughts. Um, so, like I've said, sort of like an SCP entry, um, a little bit more epistolary um, in its storytelling because it's like more doc. I mean, much like the SCP, like it's it's not as rigid as the SCP entries uh, and their storytelling, but it's a nice collection of like notes that are just like layered upon layer of of the same story. Um, a bit repetitive when you read it, but it's not necessarily a bad thing because each layer has like gives something new to the uh, the table. Um, I really enjoyed the reveal and even the little hints at the end, which may allude to a to some kind of government project. Um, Thunderbirds, like many monsters in folklore, need more spooky stories. So I, for that reason and the reasons I said above, uh, I recommend. Because yeah, we need more. Uh, we need more monsters, like more love to uh, and spotlight to uh, to certain monsters. Like, I feel like North America, like when you think of North American like creepypastas and some of that, mm-hmm. you get the Wendigo or the Skinwalker dudes, basically the Wendigo, right? Or the Wendigo, or the Skinwalker, or the Wend- Wendigo. W- Wendigo. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cultist Bot 3000. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, or, uh, like, I think sometimes you'll get a loop guru if you go to, for, to Canada because everyone thinks of French Canada when they think of Canada. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, so, yeah, it's nice to see another North American monster get treatment, like, get, get, a, get a nice story. Like, Thunderbirds are fucking cool because they're, like, large birds, like birds of prey, are terrifying at the normal size sometimes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm, like totally. again, condors are about the size are, are, are massive monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's my that's that's my reasoning for my recommendation. I think Thunderbirds need more more love, and uh, this story told a nice Thunderbird story, mm-hmm. but didn't tell you it was a Thunderbird story until halfway through, and then it was awesome when they revealed it. Or, yeah. And they don't directly reveal it until the very end. When it says Project Thunderbird. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a nice it was a nice succinct touch to that. So Mikey, these things real. Your recommendations? Uh I'm gonna go with a partial recommendation. You son of a bitch. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, okay, no, what is seriously. wrong with you? Uh pardon me. You're what? wrong! <laughs> Sorry, I, I did not mean to tell. <laughs> Do you yell at him, you immediately apologize. You yell at me, it's fine. <laughs> we're, we're like brothers. You know I'm joking. Right? Right? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't even matter, does it? Sorry, continue, Mikey. Uh, part of me wanted more information in the... Um... Part three? Yeah. Well, just the general non-disclosed to the public information. Oh, the first one. Yeah, like more information. The first one. Well, like well, just from that point on, because we were getting declassified or classified information. Yeah. So, and as evidenced by the one day in July or whatever. Yeah, no, that yeah, I feel like <laughs> dates could have helped a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On certain like situa- on certain um, like areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like because I mean one day. Bleh. One day in July was, like, the biggest offender of it. But, I mean, like, even some of the other things, if you think about it, some of the other ones don't really have a time, like, timestamp on them. 
Like mm-hmm. and like, there's no like, timestamps. There's no yeah. timestamps. That's what I mean. But like, yeah. they're they're done up formally enough that you don't they don't recognize that like they probably should have them, but you're okay with it. Yeah, they mm-hmm. don't. But yeah, like the the one day in July is the one that really like just pulls you right out of the report mm-hmm. format. And I was like, really? Like, where's Larry Henderson? Yeah. <laughs> we need more Larry Hendersons here. It's like, that, that, that's a random name I gave that guy who oh, found that deer. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna write that down so I remember that as a term. Larry Anderson. For just like a random guy that needs a name. And they're just gonna be perpetually confused moving forward. It's yep. like, who are you referencing? This, there's no Larry Anderson in this story. It's gonna happen. God. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Except your. Your partial recommendation, <laughs> and but potentially more information on the the cryptid hunters or yeah, I, I did like how the first part like it's like they were poachers or like they were uh, like just people who were in the area that were not supposed to be there, and then in the fir- in the next one they're like you know they were cryptid hunters like they were trying mm-hmm. to find the thunderbird, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like straight up just trying to find a giant bird, mm-hmm. or they're burn finders and they're just trying to find an old car to work on. I want to throw something at you so bad right now. Is there anything throwable? Did you die last episode? How are you still alive? It's just my first life. I have multiple lives. God damn it. Yeah. How many lives do you have? You're not supposed to know that. <laughs> That's for me to know and you to find out. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, hang on. What? <laughs> Alright. Gamer Yell. Where am I? Who are you? Uh your 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 recommendation please. For what? For 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 Silent Spring. Oh. Um I don't remember. He fried my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. He was dead too long. Yeah, too long. What are we talking about again? Seriously, what's the what's oh, your recommendation okay. for Silent uh, Spring? <laughs> The skit uh, is over. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> you have to commit. <laughs> or get committed. One of the two. That's how it, that's how it works. Yep. Uh, I'll give it like a three quarters recommendation. Technically a partial because it's not full. Only because I, I was left confused at the end because of my own fault. Mind you. Because I didn't read the names. Because at this point, names didn't matter. Yeah. So I figured this last name also didn't matter. Meanwhile, it mattered. Um, but a little bit more um, um, clarification at the end as to what happened. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a tactical dude. You know, like I, I would be down for having a a short um, debrief, essentially, of what happened. See, I feel like in that case, like that might be the game fodder. Like, yes, that's basically like the the scenario we run is like yes. the aftermath of this report mm, for sure. But again, I can't hate on it too much because if it did go too too far, um, the next one may have been n- like not specific enough to feel like a report anymore. Yeah, because they nailed it pretty good for three reports that they all felt pretty official. So I can't really hate on it too much. the The creature it was revealed well. It it wasn't just thrown in your face immediately. They they gave a couple of rational explanations of what it could be. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a, a bald eagle or some condor a black or whatever, bear or a cougar. Yeah, like all these different. Oh, yeah, things. and then yeah, the actual bird. And I like how they never straight up say 
Thunderbird mm-hmm. in the story ex- until the very end. Like their rationales is like that it's some kind of they're they're not sure what kind of bird species it is because it doesn't match anything that on the known records. It's basically they're treating it as if it's a brand new species or organism. The one thing I have to call bullshit on is they never saw it. That I, I found that kind of surprising. Like four years. No, no, no. It was only one year that the survey went on. Oh, I Four know. Years. But there was. People... Oh, yeah. No one ever saw. Yeah, no. I, I get you. Yeah. Well, again, like, um, it could be that like the bird, like, it only hunts during thunderstorms, during night storms, because that's when it is the it is the most concealed. But there would have to be a lot. Well, I and guess maybe it's not even a like maybe it's a, a maybe one of those caves that it mentions that it had the, the yeah base has, that's where it lives. Mm-hmm. It's because again like hiding itself away from humanity. Like I imagine that if it is a bioweapon, it's supposed to be covert. And if it's a naturally occurring creature, well, and, and if we haven't seen it yet, like it's like the Bigfoot situation where like it doesn't want to be seen by us, so it's trying to it's trying to keep itself. It knows enough. Of humanity to not be seen, and like that's why we only get like scant reports of it through history. Or it's a naturally occurring ninja. Yeah, exactly. It's a ninja bird, mm-hmm. or it's a robot with cloaking technology. Or really, just hammering on this this robot theory. <laughs> or going your route, it's a biologically engineered chameleon bird. Whoa! Like the feathers themselves, like sh- like shift slightly. To like refract light. <laughs> mm-hmm. That I, I mean, that's surprisingly plausible. I can't believe I just said that. Yep. <laughs> surprisingly so. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. So partial recommendation. It's still a partial recommendation, recommendation, but it's a pretty high partial. Okay. Because I'm I'm pretty down with it. There's only a few little things to nitpick at. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. really what it is. Nitpick. Yeah. So. Overall, I guess I would recommend it to people to read because as long as you're down with reading something that's as long as you like seems it. official yeah. and it's not um, it's not cinematic, it's just more documentation. Yeah, epistolary. Yeah. So like, I mean, again, Dracula is an epistolary story. Dracula is completely is is a combination is a collection of letters and correspondences mm-hmm. um, between the two between several characters. So like that's yeah, like those stories like can be cinematic. They can also be um, like done in a different way than cinematic. So yeah, like mm-hmm. I, and like this one is very. I, I I like the allure of the mystery of this one. Like and it, like you as you peel away different like versions of the story. Yeah. And I'll say this compared to some SCPs, this does it better than some of them. Yeah. Like with how official it seems, maybe it's because it just has the the has logos the, on everything. Yeah, it has. It, I think it has just the right amount of like lack of information versus enough information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. There is a there is a line you balance between like for reports and like classified stuff, so because like sometimes some SCPs are just like uh, SCP classified is redacted and was found in redacted classified uh, uh, yeah. information expunged like kind of stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. sometimes they go a little crazy with that, and those are the the wrong ways to do SCPs. I think unless you're doing a parody of one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, most of them, like I think, the one the, the really good ones balance that like lack of information versus information, mm. um, and this one does that fairly well as well. Like it knew when to stop, basically. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was our recommendations. If you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, we're on Twitter at in varying degrees. Uh, Mikey is at the East Stands for Evil. Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow without that W because his name is long. 
Uh, and I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, you can also send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas or SCPs or spooky internet stories that you'd like, to, uh, like us to discuss on the show. Please send them through. We will throw them on the queue. Hey, that rhymes. I did it. Write <laughs> <laughs> uh, it down. Yeah. Uh... And for, uh, if you'd like to help support the show financially, you can go to Patreon, look at Valdente Rigamortis, and select the back of tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, uh, extra content. Uh, every little bit helps. And for our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you guys immensely, because you're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we always appreciate that. And to the listeners of the show, and the authors of these stories, thank you guys immensely, because seriously, without your listenership... It'd be really hard to keep going. And without your stories, we really wouldn't have much of a show at all. So, thanks. Um, also, if you'd like to go to Redbubble and uh, check out one of our logos on a clock or a shower curtain <laughs> or a t-shirt like a normie. A <laughs> normal person. Uh, or sweet. Uh, is there patches in there, There's too? also stickers. and uh, No, not patches yet. Uh. I, gotta get, I, gotta, I gotta, like, I, those ones I actually have to, like... Go to an, like an actual like um, like embroidery patch person oh, yeah, like, yeah. and get those ones done. Although I might do that for Gen Con this year Maybe and just give and just hand and just like give those out to people because mm-hmm. I think that would be a much more interesting uh, than like just a t- the, a card. Like, a tr- like business cards are good, but yeah, like yeah. that shows like commitment or something like that. Yeah, so we'll sure. see. Um, also, we have a new podcast. Uh, it's an actual play podcast. So we we've been t- we talk a lot on our show about gaming and like game fodder from these stories um so we started up a podcast that takes basically seven years worth of audio that we've recorded of our games um and we're like feeding it out weekly so it's called one less die and it's a Shadowrun and gaming actual play podcast which means that we primarily focus on our current Shadowrun campaign but every other week we have uh, basically a campaign uh, from the past that we've uh, we've kept in our hard drives. A little bit of ketchup. Yeah. Delicious. Heinz About ketchup. three years worth of ketchup, basically. That's a lot of ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet um, Heinz sponsorship. So sponsorship, if you man. like actual play games, um, if you like Shadowrun, or if you like horror, because that's generally how I, tr- where, where, how I, how I run games, mm-hmm. is like weird horror stuff, um, you can go check out One Less Die. Uh, and that would be really awesome of you. So, that is this week's episode. I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End Revival. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been the Aldente third. Re- <laughs> 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 And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>